Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about, we're actually going to be debunking some thyroid supplement myths. So I was reading an article, in fact I was looking to, to see what other people were saying about thyroid supplements and whether they're safe or not, and I've ran into this article that was really highly ranked on Google, and so a lot of people are definitely reading this, and it had some just really erroneous information, and they, and I, they were propagating some myths that I wanted to debunk in this video to sort of explain how conventional doctors are thinking about thyroid supplements and how you really ought to be looking at thyroid supplements. So let's get into it. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist. I specialize in treating thyroid problems, helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. But let's get into our topic today, which is debunking some thyroid supplement myths. So this should be pretty interesting here. So I have five myths that were used in this article, and I want to go over each one of them and explain why they're pretty much incorrect and inaccurate, or just really there to try and scare you, which I don't think is fair. So the first one is, they, they were, the, the claim is made that thyroid supplements are dangerous. This is all why thyroid supplements shouldn't be used and are dangerous because they say that they contain thyroid hormones. So remember, thyroid hormones would be the things found in your thyroid medication like level thyroxine. So this would be any sort of um, supplement which contains T4 and T3. So these are the active thyroid hormones. Now, there's one big problem with that. There was, there was a study done, I believe it was in... I want to say the mid 2000s or so. So this is maybe 10, 15 years ago. And it showed that they tested a bunch of random thyroid supplements and they found that actually a fair amount of them did contain active T4 and T3 thyroid hormones. But there's a problem with that. These were not well-regulated supplements. They were just checking cheap brands. Many of them were, came from overseas. Many of them were not third-party tested or verified. They didn't come from GMP compliant facilities and so on. So it'd be like taking the worst supplements available, testing them, and then saying, hey, look at the information we found from these bad supplements. Let's extrapolate them and throw them out and place the blame on all supplements because of what we found here. So I don't think it's a really fair statement to say that they all contain thyroid hormones. In fact, even nowadays, they're more heavily regulated than they were in the past and people are paying attention to this sort of stuff. So it's highly, highly, highly unlikely, unless you are buying your, your supplements from overseas or from another country, that they contain these active T4 and T3 thyroid hormones. I should also point out that all supplements are FDA regulated. So people confuse the difference between FDA regulation of pharmaceuticals, which would be prescription medications like level thyroxine, and the, the FDA regulation of supplements, which are over-the-counter supplements. They think that they're not regulated in the same way. They're, it's true that they have different regulations, but they are both regulated by the FDA. So if there ever was a company or supplement company which was producing supplements which had active thyroid hormones, they would be shut down immediately. It's not something that you can just continue to do. So if you did find it, it would only be there for a short period of time, then someone would come and shut it down. So it used to be the case that maybe this was more common, but again, only for really low tier or low quality supplements. It's really not the case anymore and not something you should worry about if you're purchasing supplements from any reputable source. So for instance, the supplements that I have, they are all third-party tested and verified um, via independent assays to confirm that they have the ingredients, to confirm that they do not contain T4 and T3, and to confirm that the ingredients that are on the back of the bottle are actually in the capsules themselves. So this is really not that big of a deal nowadays, but it will be something that your doctor tries to scare you with for whatever reason, they just like to say that kind of stuff. Okay, so number two, so this would be myth, uh, myth number one. Myth number two is they contain iodine. To which I would respond, so what? And there, there's this uh, common misbelief that uh, from doctors, that it, and even a lot of thyroid patients actually, that iodine is somehow dangerous for your thyroid. And the reason for that is kind of, 
Well, it's long-winded, but let me just say, it kind of stems from this idea where there was a study done many years ago, this was early 2000s as well, which showed that populations that had a higher increase in, or a higher intake of iodine had a higher increase or just an increased rate of Hashimoto's. So whoever was looking at this and doctors look at it, they say, oh my gosh, if, if those people had high iodine and they also had high, high rates of Hashimoto's, then it was the iodine causing the Hashimoto's. Except obviously, if you know anything about uh, medical research or science, that just the correlation does not mean causation. And then it was later found out several years ago that this is not the case. We also know from just normal physiologic studies that iodine is required in all humans. Human beings cannot create iodine. They must consume it and it's required. It's not even, it's not, it's essential. It's not optional. Like you have to have iodine in your body in order to create certain hormones in your thyroid and in other tissues. So it's not like you can get away without it. So you have to be, you have to have to get iodine. Now doctors will say, doctors who know this will say, okay, well that's fine, but you get it from your diet. Well, that's not true either. In fact, we have lots of studies showing that Americans do not get enough iodine in their diet. So it's very unlikely that if you did not supplement and supplement with it, that you would be getting adequate amounts, right? And especially nowadays with people who are consuming more Celtic sea salt and Himalayan pink salt, those are not iodized versions of salt. And so they do not contain iodine. So it's very, very, very unlikely that you're actually getting the iodine you need. So to this one, I would say, so what? Iodine is actually necessary and great for the body as long as you're consuming it with um, other, as long as the other levels of like things like selenium and zinc are at sufficient levels in your body, there's no harm in consuming iodine. It's actually very safe, even for people with Hashimoto's, for people with all types of thyroid conditions, except maybe those with active hyperthyroidism. But even then we can make some arguments to suggest that there's a time and a place for it. So don't, that, I know this is another myth. It, it contains, if, if your supplements contain iodine, so what? And also, by the way, there are many supplements that just don't have iodine. So there's still thyroid supplements that don't have iodine. So this argument is sort of moot either way you look at it. Um, and I have supplements that have iodine in them. I have supplements that don't have iodine in them because there's, you know, different supplements do different things. So that's just another way to look at it. Number three, they, they would try to, this one's more of like a scare tactic. And they say that thyroid supplements contain cow glandulars. So not all supplements do, by the way, but there are some. In fact, I recently just released one that has cow glandular and it comes in the form of thyroid glandular. So if you ever are looking to see if your supplement has cow glandulars, it'll say thyroid glandular or maybe adrenal glandular or something like that. But it will say glandular or glands like adrenal glands or thyroid gland or something like that. And you'll find it in the ingredients. It's not like they can just slip it in there and sneak it in there without you knowing it. It has to be, you have to be, able to read it on the ingredient list that it is actually there. So it's not like, again, they can't sneak it in. But again, I would say, um, so what? Uh, doctors will claim that there is a theoretical risk for developing something called BSE. I know I messed that up a little bit. But BSE stands for bovine spongiform encephalopathy, um, which is mad cow disease. So they say that there's a theoretical or probable, not even probable, they just say theoretical because it's never actually been um, shown to be the case. I've never been able to find a reported case study, not even one that taking thyroid glandulars would be able to cause BSE, but they claim that it is, and that's why I say it's mostly just a scare tactic. They're trying to scare you that if you take this supplement, you'll get some rare disease called mad cow disease and that you'll actually contract this thing and then it will be fatal or you'll have some sort of problem. But again, that's never been reported, not even once, and all gl glandulars, like in my supplements, come from countries which have never even had BSE in them. There's no notable case or have, that has ever been reported in these places. So the, the most, I think, notable location that has BSE is the UK. And if you get your supplements, if you get the, the glandular ingredients from places like Argentina or New Zealand, those countries have never had BSE. So the risk is zero. I mean, it might as well be zero anyway, because again, it's never been reported, but it won't stop your doctor from telling you to try and freak you out. 
So remember that. As far as that's concerned, it's not a big deal. And also, I should point out that supplements which do have them, again, comes back up here. They're regulated, remember, by the FDA. So they have to be third-party tested and verified to, co to confirm that they do not have any pathogens or problems within them. But uh, So it's really a non-issue either way. Um, but just be prepared if your doctor says something like this. This is how you can counter it. Number four would be they will claim that they interfere with your thyroid medication. This is another one where I would say, so what? So this is what doctors will do. I, 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 I actually have a quote um, on my blog, which talks about um, an endocrinologist who was talking about this. And they said, okay, well, even if they do work, and they might work in helping improve your thyroid, that will interfere with your thyroid medication. To which I would reply, that's great, right? Isn't it, is, isn't it the goal for you to take some therapy or to do something natural in your body, which helps your own thyroid increase in thyroid function so that you don't have to take as much thyroid medication? Isn't that a good thing? I think it's a good thing. I think it's a thing you should be shooting for as a thyroid patient to reduce the amount of thyroid medication that you need every day. But your doctor doesn't think that. They see this as a bad thing. They see it if you are taking something and you have to adjust their medication, you're making their job harder because now they have to dial your thyroid medication down because you don't need as much anymore. So I would say this, is, this really doesn't make any sense, but this is actually an argument that they make. And, and it's not that the, the supplements themselves are interfering with the absorption of the medication, although that can happen. They're actually talking about taking the medication requires you to tweak the dose, usually downward, which again is a great thing. So that's really not, that, that's why I say it's a myth. It's, from a, the perspective of a thyroid patient, that's everything you want, right? That's exactly what you're trying to do by taking the thyroid supplement. So this is even an issue as well. And then number five would be, see if you guys can read that one, they'll make the claim that these supplements contain kelp. And kelp is just another source of iodine. But remember the reason they say you don't need to have iodine in your thyroid supplements is because you can get it from your diet, which isn't true by the way. So what's the difference though, if you're, if you're making this claim, why can't you also claim, what is the difference between taking kelp in a supplement form, which is just mashed up and put into a capsule, or consuming the kelp by itself anyway? There really is no difference between these two things, but, and yet they'll try and say it as if it's a bad thing. But I think this harkens back to the idea that iodine is somehow bad for you um, from their perspective. And so if they, they will assume or consider anything that contains iodine to be in the same class as number two and therefore a problem to you as a thyroid patient. But I've already explained why iodine is not a problem and why consuming kelp would actually not be a problem either, as provided you're consuming enough and not too much and all these other things, right? But the fact that they contain kelp um, is really a non-issue. And also, not all thyroid supplements contain kelp. I only have one out of 20 that contains kelp. So it's really, it's just a strange argument to make as a reason to avoid all thyroid supplements in general. So these are what I would call the five most common myths. This isn't all of them, by the way, but these are the things that your doctor would probably object to if you walked into the office and said, hey, I'm thinking about using thyroid supplements. Is it okay if I try some? They'll say, no, it's because they contain thyroid hormones or they have iodine or they're cow glandulars or so on. They'll try and make these arguments. Um, and I would say, and I see this happen a lot, and I actually feel really bad for the people it happens to. People will buy my supplements, they'll take them to their doctor, and their doctor will say, absolutely not. And then they'll, they'll, they'll send them back because they're saying, well, my doctor said I couldn't use them, I, you know, I have to return them. And we're happy to take them back. Um, but I think about that situation, and I just know, I know your doctor doesn't know what they're talking about. I know that they don't know these things. So they're making, they're giving you bad information, and you're using that information because you trust your doctor. So I'm trying to dispel a lot of the myths um, surrounding this sort of thing so that that doesn't happen to you. Um, but I want to hear from you. Has something like this happened to you? Have you had a doctor say any of these things? Um, do you have any personal experiences or stories that you can share? If you do, leave them in the comment section below because I want to hear about it. Also, if you haven't already, 
make sure that you go into the comment or the um, description, the link in the description below and download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of resources all designed for thyroid patients to help you guys feel better. Um, there are PDFs that you can download that you can take to your doctor if you want and they can look at them. They're really helpful. So make sure you download those for free um, and leave your questions or comments below. And that's all I have for you guys today. But otherwise, I will see you guys in the next one.